The DSO Connect 2021 retreat is right around the corner and registration is now open. We are heading to Cape Coral, Florida, July 23rd through 25th, and we also have a virtual only option. Spend a weekend with other like-minded, creative, goal-oriented studio owners. The weekend includes two days chocked full of amazing seminars by the DSO Connect team, including yours truly, and one day of implementation sessions where we sit down together and get stuff done. So by the time you leave, you've already got things checked off your list. You'll leave feeling rejuvenated and have an actionable plan to build your studio into a thriving business so you can live your best life. This is an intimate weekend where we all stay in the same fabulous waterfront estate together, so space is extremely limited. Included in your stay is all the amazing content, the implementation day, swag bag, seminar workbook, food and drink for the weekend, including adult beverages, your lodging at the estate, and the priceless connections that you'll make with all the other studio owners. Plus, you'll get a one-on-one follow-up coaching call with one of the DSO Connect team after the retreat to help you stay on track. For more information and to reserve your spot, head on over to dancestudioownerconnect.com and click on the Retreat 2021 tab. Don't wait too long because space is seriously limited and these spots will go fast. So again, dancestudioownerconnect.com and click on the Retreat 2021 tab. We can't wait to spend the weekend with you. Welcome to the DSO Connect podcast. I'm Casey. I am Robin. And I'm Holly. Yay, we have Holly with us today. Holly's in the house. <laughs> Holly, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Happy the, the show is over. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. It's definitely good, a good feeling to check that off the list and know that all those tasks are completed and that it went well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's what we're going to talk about today, right? Yeah, we're just going to kind of do a a recital recap, what went well, what worked, what didn't work, what we're going to keep for next year, what what we might change up for next year. Um, Yeah, so Robin, how was your show? Um, Our show was much better than I thought it was going to be. Um, That's nice. And sadly, it was the first time that my dad didn't come because we our, our theater did um, limit our seating. So out of a thousand seat um, theater, they said we could only have sell 125 seats. So we did three shows. So this is the only bad part about our weekend. But um, three shows was a lot uh, for the dancers. Um, they, you know. the energy wasn't what it should have been at the last show but they were really pushing like pushing through um but i told my dad not to come my dad had another opportunity to go play golf with my brother or something so i said don't come it's probably not going to be our best show and then i regretted it because i think it was our best show (laughs) except that the audience wasn't really there but um i was really um well, our theme was Rise Up, and our um, the energy was the, the just the whole vibe and the the 
the rising up and the the whole like we made it kind of vibe was really a hit and it came through in all the in all the performances and and we got really good feedback the dancers looked fantastic i i just i feel like it was a great show um the backstage vibe was we brought out all the traditions that we used to bring out um it felt just like a regular year except that the audience was small so that's me in a nutshell how did it feel to perform in front of like basically an empty audience well i had to convince myself that you know 125 people isn't no one it's just that it feels like no one because the theater was so big but um surprisingly acoustically um it didn't sound the the saturday night audience was great and um they they did a good job of cheering and all that sunday matinee is always kind of a dud i'm actually thinking about correcting that in the future but normally we would do two shows on sunday i don't know how you eliminate the matinee i don't know but the the matinee is always kind of like it's the the grandmas come no offense to grandmas i love them but they just don't cheer as loud and then a lot of babies come so you've got like people going in and out which is annoying um and just people aren't ready yet they're probably still wiping the sleep out of their eyes and they're not ready to just you know get excited so um i did in the energy circle we did the energy circle three times and i did talk to the kids about um you know you as a performer you have to send the energy out to the audience first and then they give it back to you and then you give it back to them and even for adult performers that's a hard thing to do is to send the energy out first you you can't wait for the audience to give you the energy you have to send it first and that's a the responsibility of of a performer and um so I, I really talked that up, and, and I think that they really did it. And they did a good job of cheering for each other in the wings, too. So a lot of times you heard the cheering in the wings. I actually had considered this kind of um, as a joke, sort of, but I was thinking, what if we had, like, canned applause, <laughs> canned cheering, and then after the dances, um, they, uh, you know, just burst into explosive applause and cheering like a stadium <laughs> but then i thought that might be ridiculous so we didn't even do that <laughs> we did that we inserted not for the actual performance but for the video okay i oh, had the videographer great. inserted like recorded applause after each number in the video maybe that's where year. i got the idea i think you must have said that that's probably maybe. where i got the idea yeah and it you know it didn't it sounded fine yeah 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 holly how was your show um it was good i have to say that i went into this year thinking it's going to be a normal year and it actually ended up pretty normal for us uh we were fortunate that our theater did not have any restrictions whatsoever so we were allowed to have a full audience a full show um none of my dancers were masked at all um so it just seemed very normal um but like like robin said our saturday show we do two shows saturday and sunday afternoon it's so funny because our saturday show it seems like it's very low-key like everybody's afraid to clap or afraid to like hoot and holler and then come sunday everybody's going wild (laughs) it's kind of reversed for me which is which is funny but um but this year uh our show was called the show must go on that's good when i did my speech in the beginning of the show i 
I made it known that like, you know, I think us as dance studio owners, we stress out too much over our dance recital and our show. And we have to have fun with these kids. It's not the end of the world. And that no matter what happens, what bleeps, you know, challenges, anything that happens, like the show still goes on. So, and I think we all need to remember that, you know, the, the, your dance performance is the last thing that your dancers and your family see. And you want to really leave them with a positive vibe and like a really good experience. Yeah. Instead of being like all uptight and nasty and yelling and screaming, you know, it's not really worth it and, and doesn't really make the show any better. <laughs> yeah, that's totally true. Yeah, that's totally what we talked about in yeah. the last episode about how the studio owner's job is to set the tone for the whole experience. And if you are stressed out and screaming and totally overwhelmed, then your kids and your parents are not going to have a positive experience because they will feel that same amount of stress and, and tense energy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so if you're a new studio owner, that's probably harder to do because you don't have mm -hmm. as much of a team. But as you become more seasoned, just really make that a priority. Like just assign things to people and tr you de delegate for yourself just being in charge of making it a really great vibe. Yeah. It, you're right, Holly. That's a huge thing. Yeah. Huge. So what about your show, Casey? Oh, my show was very interesting. Um, we, at the last minute, were able to have an audience. And so our original plan was just to record each dance, you know, so the kids come in, we record their dance, and they leave. So then the, then the venue told us that we could have an audience. And I thought about doing, like, rearranging the entire day to do, like, a series of shorter shows and bring in an audience for each show. But... Um, I, I think that that would have been too much change too close to the actual date. I talked to a couple of, you know, families that I'm close with to see what they thought. And they were like, yeah, I think that, that that's just too much, too much change. People would have to rearrange their whole days. So I um, instead just brought in an audience for each dance. So it was basically like I had 28 shows. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It was wild. It was absolutely bananas. And I, I gave like a little speech at the beginning of each one and said- You gave your speech 28 times? I my did. Gosh. <laughs> I did. And at the end of the day, my videographer was like, you know, you could have recorded that. I was like, well, yep, you're right. I totally could have. <laughs> but it was a little bit different for each class, you know? And, but the main point that I wanted to get across was that like, this is not a typical show. And I want everybody to think of it as an open rehearsal because we didn't have a tech rehearsal. Each class had 15 minutes on stage to basically figure out their spacing and their transitions and film and then leave. So I told the audience, like, let's think of this as an open rehearsal. You get a behind the scenes peek at what it's like to take a, a piece from the studio to the stage. So you get a little a little extra bonus in today's experience. Like, how cool is that? <laughs> so, yes, I did say that 28 times. And we, um, I will say that I was nervous about strike and loadout because it took us almost, mm, it took us about four hours to set up on Friday. And then the venue needed us out of the building 
40 minutes after our last dance performed. So I was very nervous about getting everything, you know, striking everything and getting everything out. But we did it. And I basically, I sent out an email to the parents of the last group and said, which was our ensemble. So like parents who are more involved anyway. And I said, hey, if you can stick around and help us, you know, take everything down and load everything out, that would be really great. And it was under 30 minutes. Wow. Yes. It was amazing. They turned up, huh? They They really did. They did. And we like kind of did some stuff in between the last couple of dances, like stacked chairs that weren't being Mm -hmm. used and, you know, that sort of thing. But it was just so nice to like have that taken care of, you know, and to see at one point every like every single parent and every single dancer that was in the building was on the stage pulling up tape. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, this is awesome. (laughs) It was just so great. And that's what it's about. It's like coming together and putting on this production as a as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's great. That's a great way to end the whole thing. Yeah, and then we um, loaded up cars and went back to the studio and unloaded everything. And I had you know some parents helping out with that stuff too. And then the ensemble girls wanted to have a pizza party at the studio. So oh, that's cute. We were there until like eleven thirty. <laughs> Oh, that's great. And that was impromptu. Um, They had talked about it like the night before or something Mm -hmm. um, or like a few nights ahead of time. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. If you guys, if you guys order the pizza, I'm happy to provide the space and hang out with you and all that. Did you get gluten and dairy free pizza, Casey? No, I had um, (laughs) my parents actually made me a tuna fish sandwich on gluten free -free. bread. (laughs) I was just going to ask you also, did your parents come? They did. They did. They always come. And it was so great. And they they kind of handled the check-in table. um, And it went really well. It went really well. That's great. We did have everyone masked, audience and dancers. And we had a couple of people who were you know, a little bit disappointed to learn that they had to wear a mask in the audience. And you know, our take on that was just like, yeah, we don't want to have to wear masks either, but this is what the venue has asked us to do. And um, and they were mostly okay with that. They were like, oh, okay, fine. And um, we only had one person who was very upset and left and didn't come back. Was it my husband? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't actually know who it was because I didn't see it happen and yeah. they didn't come back. So, like, yeah. my dad was the one who interacted with him and he couldn't be like, oh, it was that guy. Yeah. Because he yeah. just left. <laughs> yeah. So, did other recital uh, or other dance studios in your area have to run their show the same way, Casey? Um, I think other people did a variety of things. I think the hardest thing was finding a venue mm-hmm. um, because so many venues just weren't renting out at all, even without an audience. So we had, um, let's see, my friend Ashley, who owns a studio near me, who's my my, my dear friend, um, I actually helped out with her show. She basically did like a competition style recital where she created she made a stage in a hotel ballroom wow yeah yeah and it actually went really well went really well and she had um dancers had to be masked 
I think like in the dressing rooms and backstage, but then once right before they went on stage, they could take off their masks if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. So a couple of dancers still performed in masks, but I think most of them took their masks off. Yeah. Interesting. But her, her performances went really well. I think she had three shows. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we were completely mask-free, thankfully. And, um, well, we've been mask-free in performances the whole time. Like, we've never performed in masks. That was always my thing. Our Halloween performance was outdoors, the zombie thing. And then our holiday show, we recorded no masks. And then this, we open Marley night, no mask. And so we, that was kind of a given. But when I was driving to the theater, <clears throat> and I don't show up at the top of the load in, I usually let the other people handle load in and then I roll in around noon. And as I'm driving in, um, Rachel said, Rachel, my costume manager, um, calls me and said, we have a problem. And I said, what's the problem? Oh no. And she said, um, I think we're supposed to be wearing masks. And I was like, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I think the mask mandate is over. And I spoke to Luke, who's the, the, the head guy at the theater. And I think it's fine. And she was like, well, people are wearing masks at, you know, in the, cause it's in the university. So outside of the theater, you've got, you know, students walking through and going to the library and whatever. And I said, well, let's just, you know, take it one step at a time. And when I got there, I confirmed with Luke that everything was fine. And, Everything was just fine. So, oh, but on another note, um, I did want to uh, say one of the things that went really well for us, and I'm really proud of my team about, is, you know, uh, my artistic director, Kira, uh, retired right before COVID. Like she was, that was 2020 was going to be her last show. And um, boy, she got out right in the nick of time to miss all this, <laughs> the shit show that has been the last year. But um, one of our DSO Connect members, Brett, um, has been coming on as our new artistic director and she's kind of easing in and, and transitioning in. And we've talked a lot about, she doesn't want to, she owns a studio in New York and she doesn't, she wants to do the artistic director piece, but not own a studio. And I want to own a studio and not do the artistic director piece. And we really see eye to eye on a lot of things. So um, she is easing into our, our team. And I was just really proud of the way everybody on the team just meshed. It was like, she was very concerned. She didn't want to step on toes of my dance director, my creative kids director. And they were very open to having her come on but I wanted them to run the show the way we normally would so she could see how the machine runs and then just kind of like jump in on our running machine as opposed to stop okay we're going to do it Brett's way now and nobody knew what Brett's way is you know what I mean but it went really well also my son Nick was our sound guy and that was really cool to have you know my son you know he's back from New York now um for variety of reasons, including COVID and fatherhood, but um, he is—it's um, nice. He, he, that's he—he's using his degree. He's you know, and he's on the team, and he's part of the family, and that was really cool. So I was really proud of my team. That's awesome. That must be so special to have your son involved in the show. Yeah, and um, we also another thing that was really special was we um, 
had the 2020 graduates come back so that they oh. could do their senior deal. And my, my other son, Brendan, is one of those. And so he did some, he did three um, musical, he, he uh, not musical, like musical theater. He's a musician. So he played the piano and sang Don't Stop Believin'. And then he also did two guitar things uh, with vocals. And that went really well. But then three of the uh, 2020 graduates came back and I was really happy that they wanted to be completely immersed and involved as opposed to what time is my rehearsal okay we'll be back then it was like they hunkered down with us backstage and they were in the green room and they were in the audience cheering people on one of them made the slideshow the you know like the year-end slideshow that we show to the students um, in between rehearsal and show so she was super involved they did a, uh, a dance with the 2021 graduate so we had the you know the two years seniors together we all also did a senior walk um, kind of like they do in sport uh, at the high school for the sporting events where I, I never knew this because I'm not like a sporty mom but when Nick was playing soccer they did this thing where I'm sure other moms know this so I'm saying it like it's an, an original idea but it's really not but like it's senior night right Holly you know what I'm talking about I know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> and they get to the parents walk the kids across the field and then someone announces like you know Nicholas Umazawa is um, escorted by his parents Robin and Walter Nicholas will be go you know plays on varsity soccer and he'll be going to this school and he's you know graduating magna cum laude or whatever so we did that for the we started that a couple years ago with with our seniors so the parents walk their senior down the aisle and the girls wear their prom dresses because why not wear your prom dress twice you know another opportunity to wear your prom dress and then they go up on the stage and i give them flowers and everything so we got to do that and that was really nice um yeah so i feel like it all just came together like we just remembered all of our traditions and um i think that those backstage traditions are so important you know like your energy circle or whatever it is that you do that makes your your show special um i think that that's like circling back to what holly said earlier it's like that's the the vibe um of course the dancing is important of course you want the dancers to kill it on the stage but equally important is that love that they feel backstage yeah i really missed having that moment with all of my dancers where typically i do a big energy circle with everybody and oh right did you do a 28 energy circles i did not no so you know just i miss having everybody in one room with mm -hmm. you know like because usually we do like one huge dressing room and then a couple smaller dressing rooms for like our company kids and stuff um but like having everybody together doing warm-up on stage before the show starts like just all those traditions i we missed out on this year and i really really miss them and i'm really really excited to get back to them next year mm. especially because it's going to be our 10th yes well that'll yeah. be exciting yeah i know oh another thing we did that um i thought was cool was remember when heather taught us how to make that frame on Facebook that you put around your profile picture. We did one for um, our recital theme. And oh, cool. so we had about like, I don't know, a little under a hundred people use it. And that was super cool to just see those on social media. Um, the, other, awesome. the other thing I do is um, 
you know, everybody kind of knows because I casually mention it that I love receiving love notes after the recital and I save them all in, in a folder on my computer and I sent out an email and also made a Facebook post just with, you know, little quotes, um, like quotes of people raving about the show and I'm going to repurpose them also in individual posts. Like each quote will be its own like, you know, individual posts that I'll kind of sprinkle out through the summer just to spread the love yeah. and to let every, I mean, it was really people, people, if people are showing you that love and they're sending that love to you, you might as well amplify it and spread it, share it with the rest of your community so that everyone can, you know, can hear it as well. So that was kind of a cool thing that we did. I got that email from you because I'm on your email list oh. and I, and I love reading it. It was so great. <laughs> Another thing you can do when people send you those cards or those emails is you can respond and say, oh, thank you so much for your support. It means the world to us. Would you mind just taking a moment and sharing those thoughts in a Google review or yeah. a Facebook review? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that and goes then, a long way. And then way. including the link so it's just easy for them. Yeah, that's, that's a great that's idea. really important. Yeah. Oh, Robin, what you said about Heather making up those Facebook frames, I so want to do that for my recital and I forgot. <laughs> oh, I had... Next year. <laughs> I know, next year. I'm definitely putting it on the list. Um, I had Santina, our social media manager, do it. And um, I wasn't thrilled with the first design that we came up with. It was our first run. So, But, but after the show, I said, let's do it again and let's make it look a little different. And... Um, let's keep it as a template and then we can just change out the words um that are in the the ring you know the like the um so that's what we're going to do so like every time we have an event or if it's a new season or something we can just change the words and then um send it out there again but um just side note uh santina was a member of dso connect and she um decided to close her studio during covid and now she's doing social media managing and management and also like virtual assistant work and she's been working with me for over a year now and i love 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 working with her i just give her all these tasks and she gets them done and i just check them off my list and it's brilliant so i think she's taking uh one more new client so if anyone is interested she is santina Regano on Facebook. Plug and she's just like a fabulous human being too. So she is. She's wonderful. And um yeah, I highly it took me a long time to get on that virtual assistant kick because I thought, God, by the time I teach somebody how to do something, I might as well do it myself. But it is true, once you get rolling, once you get over that hump, it is so it's it's a it's a life changer. Um or a game changer. I just use we use voxer it's like a an app that you, it's like a walkie-talkie it's like a texting app but you can text or you can just talk and i send her a voice message and i just send her these messages and tell her what i want her to do and then she sends me a message back saying she did it <laughs> it's brilliant that's beautiful <laughs> oh my god i love that yeah <laughs> very cool all right, so let's talk about what didn't go well with our shows, what we might be changing for next year, that sort of stuff. So Holly, how about you? Anything go 
poorly that you're wanting to update or adjust for next year? You know, I honestly have to say, I don't think so. I just felt like the whole show was on autopilot. And after this was our, well, last year was supposed to be our 25th anniversary. So this was our 26th. So I feel like after 26 years, I kind of have everything down to, you know, the science. So I, I think everything went really well this year. There's really nothing that I think I would change. Oh, good for you. <laughs> hey, on that on that topic, Holly, so you said that this is your 26th year, but you didn't have a 25th recital. Did you say, because I, I got, was faced with this also, did you say this is our 26th annual recital? I did. It's me too. Because, because, you know, if I would have said this was our 25th annual recital, well, we've actually been in, in business for 26 years. Like, that would just mess me up. I know. So me too. I, I'm just continuing on with the years, and 25th was just the wash. <laughs> me too. Me too. It's too bad that your big milestone was the one that got skipped, though. Cause, yeah, you know, this is bad. Yeah. Next year is a big one for us, too. It'll be our 30th. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. The one thing I will never do again is live stream. Oh, okay. Cost, you live streamed the show this year. Because we, I will never... Well, I didn't do it. I paid my videographer to do it. And the amount that I paid him to do it... Well, I paid him like $1,500 or something to do it, something like that. And um, I think like eight people streamed it at $30 each. So, and there was a glitch on Saturday night. So in the middle of the show, I start getting emails and texts from people saying um, the, the thing went down, the thing went down. And there was a church, one of the dancers' churches did a, you know, everybody come and watch this little girl in her recital. And they had like 30 people in a room and they didn't go back and load in again, which they would have seen a slide that said, go to this new link. But they didn't do that. So 30 people sat there for like 45 minutes and got, I don't know, I guess upset and then went home got disappointed i don't know if they were upset oh, but they no. were disappointed and um like i didn't need that during the show to yeah that. and i felt bad for them and it was no one's fault it's like the internet sometimes glitches out or something and the yeah. the videographer put a new link up there and they just didn't see it and my my videographer um said that he could do that he, he could live stream everything for me and I opted not to because I just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Because I knew that that sort of thing would happen. So same, same here. I I thought at first I was like, yes, I'm going to live stream. And then I was like, you know what? It's so unstable. We have enough stuff to worry about. Yeah. With mm -hmm. our shows. Yeah. And I wanted to encourage people to come to the theater. We didn't even sell out all of our tickets on Sunday which was also a little disappointing. But my theater, they love us and they were very helpful and worked it out where my bill was like, usually it's like $16,000 um, for the theater. My what I And then usually our ticket sales pretty much offset that and I might owe them, either they owe me or I owe them like a, a thousand either way. That's usually how it's gone. This year I owed them $163 which was wow. fantastic because they they basically said we just I was their first show back and they were very excited to have us back 
um, so they were very eager to work with us. That was great. That's awesome. Oh my yeah. gosh. So, yeah. Well, I learned that I will never do 28 shows in a day ever again. Oh my gosh. Of course. <laughs> or 28 <laughs> open rehearsals in a day. That was just, oh my gosh. I was so tired by the end of that. Yeah. And I, I didn't really have, like, I personally didn't have that much to actually do because I don't give myself things to do on show day. So it wasn't like I was running around, you know, running lights or sound or calling cues or anything. But just being, I think, like, I like being around people. I'm like an introverted extrovert. I like being around people, but not for that long. And the whole day of being on was just yes so that's what's exhausting you're right because by the end of sunday i was like i just need to go home mm-hmm. i don't want to go to the restaurant i'm done i just i'm tired of being on you're right mm-hmm. yes yes and it was nice to um have the pizza party with my girls because i didn't feel like i had to be on for them <laughs> like i mm-hmm. just kind of sat there while they ate pizza and talked about all kinds of shenanigans and i just laughed at them and did not contribute anything to the conversation and it was just lovely so did the parents <laughs> stay for the pizza party or was it just no the they all left they all left they all live really close to the studio fortunately so it, you know I, they were just able to text their parents when they were done and get picked up so yeah i definitely won't do 28 shows in a day ever again but i think um yeah i'm just excited to get back to normal for next year knock on wood hopefully that will actually happen I do you feel like virginia is coming around I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. We definitely have more strict restrictions than other states, but, um, but yeah, we're coming around. Good. Yeah. Good. You know, another thing, one more thing that I want to say about dress rehearsal, we had a bunch of new students between the past two years, we had a bunch of new students come to our studio and our dress rehearsal is one day we do all the babies first and then the whole show runs and it's maybe about two and a half hours of dress rehearsal. And we don't do dress rehearsal for any of our solos if you're in competition. And these new uh, new families were just amazed that it went so quickly because mm-hmm. they said all their dress rehearsals that they've been to before were like two, three days. They were there till midnight. And I'm like, what a bad way to like put a bad taste in people's mouths because it I don't know. For me, it, I don't think it needs to be that way. The kids get on stage, figure out lights, you know, they do their dance and they're done. Because if the kids aren't ready for performance by dress rehearsal, that one day is not going to make them ready. Mm. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. yeah. I always tell my staff, my teaching staff, like, okay, remember your time on stage with your kids, your tech rehearsal time, or in this case, your open rehearsal slash performance time this year is about spacing and transitions and formations and that is it the Mm -hmm. time to correct technique or anything like that has passed Mm -hmm. if it hasn't been addressed enough to perfection in the studio it's not there's no time to address it on stage it's just for spacing yeah and this year i think everybody got that memo and it was it went really really smoothly from like the actual stage perspective it went really really well yeah that's great I've already emailed my venue from 2019 um, to get on the schedule for next year. So very excited to be back in a real theater and not in a 
church gymnasium with a stage. (laughs) (laughs) No, what I was just going to say was that like for my competition solos, they're always like, well, why can't we do a rehearsal on stage? And I said, well, you just did three to four competitions without a rehearsal. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure you're good to just get on stage and do your dance. So, and you know what? We've never had a problem with it either. Yeah, we used to, um, a, a change that we made recently was we don't have the babies in the full show run. So we do like a slow tech for lighting and spacing and formations, like you were saying, Casey, but also mostly for lighting design as well. Um, and on Friday and then on se- with the older kids and then we bring the babies in on Saturday morning so the older kids can sleep in a little bit. And we just let them each get on the stage because you can't really bring babies out without letting them know what the stage is like because they'll just right. be discombobulated. So... Um, then we would normally do a full show run on Saturday night and we do it without the babies, but we'll play their music so that the dancers know uh, how, how long, long they, they have, have to, change. to change. And then um, when the ki- babies come back for their Sunday show, they're fresh and the moms aren't like, oh my God, we've been here forever. Yeah. Um, we used to make them stay for the full show run. And um, you're right, it does put a bad taste in some people's mouths some parents are totally down for it and it's like a big you know class mom pajama party up in the in the dressing room but the but some kids don't do as well with it and some parents are just so nervous about leaving their kids it it's, seems like things have gotten a lot easier with parents since we stopped doing that that's a really good point yeah because really when and i always say if you when your families are in the car driving home from the recital, you want them to be talking about, I cannot wait to do this again. Not, oh my God, that was horrible. I will never do that again. You want them to just be like, oh, when's summer? When do I get to go back to dance? When's the next show? Right. So yes. and all of those little things add up. You know what the funniest thing is? I think a lot of my policies have changed since I had children myself. Because before kids, it was like, oh, this will be fine. The parents will do this. Then when you have kids and your your kids are those drama, ornery, like, I don't want to do this. I don't do that. And like, as a parent, I'm like dying. <laughs> yeah. Also, when we're younger studio owners, if especially like if we're fresh out of college or a professional dancing scenario, you kind of have this idea that your dance recital should be like a professional production and professional dancers would do this 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 and they'd spend long hours and if you're not a parent yet you don't always understand right away that four-year-olds are not the same as professional dancers what (laughs) excuse me they're just not and you have yeah it took me a while to to let that sink in but you're right once you become a now other than casey because casey is the four-year-old whisperer um (laughs) but literally my eyes became opened when i became a um, a parent it was like oh oh and i mellowed out a lot I was like, they're just cute. They're just trying. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? <laughs> I had that. Do- I had that daughter that didn't want to wear tights, didn't want to wear hair leotard. You know, didn't want to put her hair up. Cried before she went on stage. Thought she was going to throw up before she went on stage. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh. So now I have a lot of empathy for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, should That's we wrap good. it up on a good note? Yeah, let's wrap yeah. it up. Holly, what's your heart happy moment? Seeing everybody 
all excited and happy and cheering for everybody else at the at the recital. Yeah, it was good to be back and and see that happening. That's awesome. Robin, and how about you? Same, but additionally, having my son work the show and also it's looking like he's going to be employed by the Polo Center, which is a wonderful job opportunity that comes with, you know, all the grown up job things like benefits and and all that. And now that he's got a little family, that's very important. Um, That's awesome. So it looks like that's happening. And also Allie brought Genevieve to the theater for the dress rehearsal and she sat on my lap and watched the dancers and she she told me she can't wait to start ballet (laughs) (laughs) she's seven months old she told me grandma Robin I can't wait to be on that stage with those dancers (laughs) (laughs) so that was exciting to give her her first taste of the the stage that's awesome from an audience perspective what about about you Casey um you know, I think I think one of my favorite things about recital this year was just seeing grandparents and seeing families like extended families together and seeing people hug each other and just like getting back that amount of normalcy was really nice. And like, you know, the grandparents that I that usually bring their grandkids to dance and I see once or twice a week and get to catch up with, you know, I actually saw at the recital because our lobby has been closed. We haven't been allowing people in the building. So being able to see all the parents and grandparents that I usually get to see has just been really nice. And I had, I had so many parents tell me that dance is what saved their kids this year and that they needed it and it was their their sense of normalcy and it kept them going and that it was just what saved them and their family this year and i exchanged hugs and tears with so many parents (laughs) it was just it was awesome yeah that is beautiful yeah it was that's what it's all about absolutely it is yeah for sure all right well thank you both for being on today and chatting about recitals i'm so glad your shows went well and i'm so glad we uh i'm so glad we made it yes (laughs) we survived we survived yeah all right well don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast and if you haven't already sign up for the dso connect retreat it is july 23rd through 25th um in Cape Coral, Florida, but we also have an online only option if you don't want to travel. So we hope that we can see everybody, whether it's in person or virtually in July for an amazing weekend together. Thanks everybody for listening. We will be back next time and have a great day. Bye. 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 Bye.